0: You're listening to Season 2 of the Lifting Her Voice Podcast. This is episode number 335, and today we'll read 1 Corinthians chapters 9-11 through 11 together. Paul provides a lengthy list of his qualifications for the title Apostle. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice Podcast Season 2 God's Word will equip you for every good work. I'm really glad you're here. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If I am not an apostle to others, at least I am to you, because you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. My defense to those who examine me is this. Don't we have the right to eat and drink? Don't we have the right to be accompanied by a believing wife like the other apostles, the Lord's brothers, and Cephas? Or do only Barnabas and I have no right to refrain from working? Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat its fruit? Or who shepherds a flock and does not drink the milk from the flock? Am I saying this from a human perspective? Doesn't the law also say the same thing? For it is written in the law of Moses, Do not muzzle an ox While it treads out grain. Is God really concerned about oxen? Isn't He really saying it for our sake? Yes, this is written for our sake, because he who plows ought to plow in hope, and he who threshes should thresh in hope of sharing the crop. If we have sown spiritual things for you, is it too much if we reap material benefits from you? If others have this right to receive benefits from you, don't we even more? Nevertheless, we have not made use of this right. Instead, we endure everything so that we will not hinder the gospel of Christ. Don't you know that those who perform the temple services eat the food from the temple, and those who serve at the altar share in the offerings of the altar? In the same way, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should earn their living by the gospel. For my part, I have used none of these rites, nor have I written these things that they may be applied in my case. For it would be better for me to die than for anyone to deprive me of my boast. For if I preach the gospel, I have no reason to boast because I am compelled to preach, and woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward, but if unwillingly, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my reward? To preach the gospel and offer it free of charge and not make full use of my rights in the gospel. Although I am free from all, and not anyone's slave, I have made myself a slave to everyone in order to win more people. To the Jews I became like a Jew, to win Jews. To those under the law, like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, to win those under the law. To those who are without the law, like one without the law, though I am not without God's law, but under the law of Christ, to win those without the law. To the weak I became weak. In order to win the weak, I have become all things to all people so that I may by every possible means save some. Now I do all this because of the gospel, so that I may share in the blessings. Don't you know that the runners in a stadium all race but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way to win the prize. Now, everyone who competes exercises self control in everything. They do it to receive a perishable crown, but we, an imperishable crown. So I do not run like one who runs aimlessly or box like one beating the air. Instead, I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others I myself will not be disqualified 1 Corinthians chapter 10 Now I do not want you to be unaware brothers and sisters that our ancestors were all under the cloud all passed through the sea and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea They all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them, since they were struck down in the wilderness. Now these things took place as examples for us, so that we will not desire evil things as they did, Don't become idolaters, as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and got up to party. Let us not commit sexual immorality, as some of them did, and in a single day 23,000 people died. Let us not test Christ, as some of them did and were destroyed by snakes. And don't grumble, as some of them did, and were killed by the destroyer. These things happened to them as examples, and they were written for our instruction, on whom the ends of the ages have come. So whoever thinks he stands must be careful not to fall. No temptation has come upon you except what is common to humanity. But God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to bear it. So then, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. I am speaking as to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I am saying. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? the bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, since all of us share the one bread. Consider the people of Israel. Do not those who eat the sacrifices participate in the altar? What am I saying, then? That food sacrificed to idols is anything, or that an idol is anything? No, but I do say that what they sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot share in the Lord's table and the table of demons. Or are we provoking the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything builds up. No one is to seek his own good, but the good of the other person. Eat everything that is sold in the meat market without raising questions for the sake of conscience, since the earth is the Lord's and all that is in it. If any of the unbelievers invites you over and you want to go, eat anything that is set before you, without raising questions for the sake of conscience. But if someone says to you, this is food from a sacrifice, do not eat it, out of consideration for the one who told you, and for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your own conscience, but the other person's. For why is my freedom judged by another person's conscience? If I partake with thanksgiving, why am I criticized because of something for which I give thanks? So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or Greeks or the Church of God, just as I also try to please everyone in everything, not seeking my own benefit, but the benefit of many so that they may be saved. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 Imitate me as I also imitate Christ. Now I praise you because you remember me in everything and hold fast to the traditions just as I delivered them to you. But I want you to know that Christ is the head of every man, and the man is the head of the woman, and God is the head of Christ. Every man who prays or prophesies with something on his head dishonors his head. Every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head, since that is one and the same as having her head shaved. For if a woman doesn't cover her head, she should have her hair cut off. But if it is disgraceful for a woman to have her hair cut off or her head shaved, let her head be covered. A man should not cover his head, because he is the image and glory of God. So, too, woman is the glory of man. For man did not come from woman, but woman came from man. Neither was man created for the sake of woman, but woman for the sake of man. This is why a woman should have a symbol of authority on her head, because of the angels. In the Lord, however, woman is not independent of man, and man is not independent of woman. For just as woman came from man, so man comes through woman. And all things come from God. Judge for yourselves. Is it proper for a woman to pray to God with her head uncovered? Does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a disgrace to him, but that if a woman has long hair, it is her glory? For her hair is given to her as a covering. If anyone wants to argue about this, We have no other custom, nor do the churches of God. Now in giving this instruction, I do not praise you, since you come together not for the better, but for the worse. For to begin with, I hear that when you come together as a church, there are divisions among you, and in part I believe it. Indeed, it is necessary that there be factions among you, So that those who are approved may be recognized among you. When you come together, then, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For at the meal, each one eats his own supper. So one person is hungry while another gets drunk. Don't you have homes in which to eat and drink? Or do you despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What should I say to you? Should I praise you? I do not praise you in this matter. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, broke it, and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sin against the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself. In this way, let him eat the bread and drink from the cup. For whoever eats and drinks without recognizing the body, eats and drinks judgment on himself. This is why many are sick and ill among you, and many have fallen asleep. If we were properly judging ourselves, We would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined, so that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, when you come together to eat, welcome one another. If anyone is hungry, he should eat at home, so that when you gather together, you will not come under judgment. I will give instructions about the other matters whenever I come. Paul takes an entire chapter to review his qualifications to be called an Apostle of Christ. This is not Apostle with a little a, such as calling the Church body Apostles of Christ. Instead, he is including himself with the original twelve Apostles who accompanied Christ on his three-year mission before leading up to his death and resurrection. I found a wonderful definition of apostle online. Apostle, from Greek apostolos, any of the twelve disciples chosen by Christ. The term is sometimes also applied to others, especially Paul, who was converted to Christianity a few years after Jesus' death. There were originally twelve apostles, but a thirteenth was added after Judas hung himself and had to be replaced, as detailed in Acts chapter 1. To be a candidate, the person had to have been with them the entire time of Jesus' ministry on earth and had to witness the resurrection and ascension of Christ. Two people fit the bill. Joseph, called Barsabbas, who was also known as Justice, and Matthias. After praying and casting lots for them, Matthias was chosen. So then, who chose Paul? It certainly was not the original apostles. They were initially very wary of this zealot of the Pharisees, turned zealot for Christ. It can be argued that Paul was chosen by Christ himself on the road to Damascus and the impact Paul had on Christianity leaves no doubt he was worthy of the title. Let's pray. Father, thank you for Paul and the other apostles. Thank you for their example and the honesty used to portray them. We see them as flawed and frail creatures who were suddenly filled with the Spirit and never looked back again. It tells us there is hope for us as well. Thank you for that. Amen. Do you have a favorite apostle? Tell me who it is at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray that by spending time in His Word every day, you will be changed. Visit me at LiftingHerVoice.com